0: Welcome, everybody, to episode seven and a half of the Quarantine Binge, brought to you by the Popcorn Podcast. My name is Chase, and I'm here with my co host Dan and Danklin. What's up, guys?
1: What's Not going on? much.
0: It's
2: been... We've been in contact, like, pretty much every day since we last filmed. It's been, like, a week. Oh, my God, it hasn't been a week. It's been, like, three weeks. A few weeks.
1: Yeah, it's been a few weeks since we filmed.
2: It doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's been a week. If that doesn't explain how quarantine's been going, it's uh, <laughs> time has been going by very quickly for me. I don't know about y'all.
0: It's incredible. Like it seems like March was last month, and it's been almost 120 something days since we've started this quarantine journey. But here's the thing: March and April
2: felt like a year in themselves. Yeah. Maybe not April. It was like the end of March, beginning of April. The end of April went quickly.
0: You know, what's funny is I like look back right now. I'm like, man, I really loved April. It was like us three watching movies every night. It was a good time. And now we're still doing that, but I was like, I really wish we were just back in April again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Specifically because we were watching Harry Potter in April.
2: i've had a very interesting relationship with quarantine where i went from like working 50 60 hours a week barely able to have time for anything to not working at all so the first month was super dry in the transition going from doing everything at once to doing nothing at all i've come to really appreciate quarantine
1: so yeah i've had a very similar experience to you frankie
2: yeah i've managed to stay more connected in quarantine because before I was just working so I could never see anyone you know I couldn't go out with friends I couldn't do anything couldn't play games very often I was made it was like on the weekends like on the Sundays really like I couldn't do very much with my life because I was working 50 60 70 hours a week sometimes uh but now everyone's been in quarantine and it's been very easy I do movie nights all the time with you guys I do movie nights with my other friends I play video games I do this stuff and I've been having more social connection apart from people which i think is just really interesting i'm, I'm gonna miss i'm happy for quarantine oh, it's not gonna end soon <laughs> for being real
1: yeah it's really not going to but i've definitely had a similar experience i started out quarantine working like 60 hours a week you know like just full-on working my store that i worked at never closed so yep. we were busier than ever to literally now being like super quarantined and i barely leave my house So I very much appreciate it. I wake up at, like, 9 a.m. every day. I will... I'll I'll dedicate, like, two, three hours, like, applying to jobs. And then I'll spend the rest of the day kind of just... Doing me. (laughs)
2: It's relaxing. It's really relaxing.
0: It's not bad. I, uh... Same with you guys. I, um... At the beginning of quarantine i didn't enjoy it you know i was like i just want sports back and now sports are coming back and i was like i don't give a shit about sports i want to watch <laughs> yes, now. exactly and, yeah. and it's like the only sport i really want back is football i want college football and i want nfl and will we get it we'll see got but it's just, i got baseball back right now i'm like i don't care and then basketball comes back and hockey do they pass.
2: have fans in the stadium
0: they have these cardboard cutouts. I think people are paying money to have a photo of like, themselves behind a home plate. That's so, ridiculous.
2: What? Yeah,
0: I don't know how much people are paying, but I believe you can pay money to have a cardboard probably cutout. Probably
1: an astronomical amount.
0: Mm-hmm. But it'd be funny, right? Because they probably get some recognition on TV and people are like, look at this idiot. And then, you know. Interesting. You shout out. I like what the UFC has done. Fight Island. I
2: don't know if we've they've, talked about this before.
0: They've done a good job, them. And the NBA, I mean, the NBA hasn't had any positive tests and they're in a bubble. And Lou just-
2: Williams this week went to a gentleman's club to eat dinner. He said he went <laughs> to, to eat
0: wings. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get out. But sure. I mean, like baseball, they're already screwed. They're three or four games into the season. And like nine people on the Mariners got tested positive today. So it's like, are not even playing right now so it kind of already screws their season up and it's going to screw everyone else up as well
2: i feel like baseball hasn't taken it as seriously i'll be honest this might be an unpopular opinion i'm not a very big baseball fan so i'm not missing out very much by not watching i really
1: don't think that's an unpopular opinion
2: i just i can't even watch baseball in the stadium that's the only place it's tolerable for me
0: no you bring baseball back with steroids and i'm interested but at the moment <laughs>
2: it's I. so bad to say but it's so it's just it's so uninteresting <laughs> well, it's,
0: <laughs> i grew up loving baseball i used to watch cubs games every day on wgn and now it's just like i don't care at all it's just boring and it's give me something entertaining
2: yeah i've just never been a big baseball fan you know my little stepbrother's is really big into baseball i would go to his games like every saturday and granted, it's little league, so I'm not going to be that interested. But I really wasn't interested in going to like Dodgers games, Angels games, and games in like San Francisco or New York. Just never. I always eat too much because I'm never satisfied with the food there. I've never. It's like thirty bucks to like feed me at the baseball stadium, if not more. I'm never satisfied, and I Jesus always feel Christ. sick after. I always feel yeah. sick, even though I'm not like satisfied by the food. It's it just Every never a pleasant experience. Every
0: time. So the Diamondbacks, they have a thing here where it's like a student pass. And so like everyone I know that does this, we've all graduated college, but we still use the student pass to get like $5 tickets. Oh, I and see. It's, like, it's a good deal to get because then you know you're going to spend like 40 bucks on three beers and like another 40 bucks. on three <laughs> Yeah. Beers. Like $100 later, it's like, okay, I guess that was worth it.
1: I'm so basic. Every time I go to the D-back Stadium, I always want to get Panda Express.
0: Dude, you gotta get you gotta branch out. They got Roscoe's there now. They got Dutch Bros. They got uh, shakes like it's. I wonder.
2: Brand. Chase, I was reading an article the other day in quarantine, and I feel like you may have heard about this. Have you heard about 10 cent beer night at the uh, the Cubs back in the 70s? What happened?
0: No, but I'm interested so, to hear. Oh my God, I
2: was watch, I, I watched a video on it. And it was supposed to be like one of the rowdiest nights in like MLB history, where it was the Cubs versus the Indians. And it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night and they had 10 cent beers. It's like the 1970s. And the limit was you could buy up to six beers at a single time. So people (laughs) were just buying six beers. There were streakers in the second and the third quarter uh, by I think it was by the seventh inning. The entire stadium had charged the field to, like, fight the Indians. And then the Cubs, like, weren't okay with that. So the Cubs and the Indians players were fighting off players. And they oh just God. lost complete control of the stadium. They lost complete control. So there's like, people who walk around to the charts today, like, I survived 10-cent beer night. <laughs> just, like, you gotta, I'll find the video. You got to watch it, man. That's was, like, good. Dude. It was a really I mean, fucking funny
0: video. The, the In Phoenix, our soccer team, I think they're the Rising. Like, once... Yeah. When sports come back, when soccer comes back here, they do like a dollar beer night on Fridays, and uh, they're undefeated in those games. I don't know if it's like the fans just become rowdy and just like make a home field advantage or what, but I want to check it out when I get the opportunity.
2: So for all you listeners, the video is uh, by the YouTube channel Weird History called Tencent. Beer night was a total disaster. It's seven, eight minutes long. Uh, It's a really funny video. It... I, it make it reminds me of college, because there was like dimes at that one bar, I can't remember the name of it. But even that wasn't that rowdy because you had to pay like 10 bucks to get into dimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous the entrance fee. Screw that. Yeah, well also,
1: I just feel like the people that go to dimes aren't <laughs>
2: My my Did buddy he... goes to local hockey games in Texas for Dollar Beer night and he gets rowdy as hell at those.
0: I think people at hockey games get rowdy regardless if it's dollar oh, beer yeah, hockey,
1: hockey hockey's a rowdy sport hockey's a fun fucking sport to watch i won't watch
2: it on tv but going to a stadium is a bunch of fun
0: it's fun and you get a what's that canadian dish with the gravy and the fries i know
2: exactly what you're talking about uh, uh
0: for some reason i want to say beignet but that's french donuts i don't know what it's yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, i think the name's similar to that i'll, I'll look
0: it, it up but that's like that's fun and you go to a hockey game here you get all the canadian beers you get molson and you get uh labats and then you get that crap fries yeah that's what it's called poutine yeah I get had that. A it's in. a good time i
2: had those in canada for the fir- when i had it for the first time they're really fucking good
0: they're it really delicious good. and you add like some some good meat to it and it it makes it good there's a place here that does like a breakfast poutine and you get like a, oh, like that a good. An egg and everything on it oh it's so good that sounds Can really good the
2: the sports i've been watching is i've been pretty much every saturday night i've been watching fight island because it's every single week which is insane uh every saturday i've been watching fight island but fridays and saturdays i've been watching league of legends of all things because they have a huge esports on twitch and i was like you know esports isn't real sports you know but in quarantine, I've rethought my opinion on that because my mom's like, is there sports on? I was like, no, nah, it is a sport, but it's not a sport. And I've been watching that. like It's like Friday night league, Saturday night league. Saturday night league goes into Saturday night fight night. And I'm just like, all right, I have sports. I have movie nights. There's not too much I need to ask for. It. It's been entertaining. <laughs> it's been very entertaining to say the least. Uh, what's been going on for news this week? There's a lot of actors and actresses and famous people who passed away. Actually, Regis Feldman passed away. Hey. Uh, rest in peace, man.
0: He he is like the face of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He was on a lot of other stuff too. What I think he of Regis holds the record for most time on TV. He has the most hours on TV logged ever. Really? Yeah, I'm so. not surprised. Mm-hmm. He, he sh- was on The Millionaire and Live with Regis for how many years? yeah every day
2: awesome he was a good man you know Yeah,
0: he's like one of those people you hear good things about like when you think of like we've talked about ellen right like there's a bunch of negative things about her and she's on every day regis you get the positive stuff
2: yeah you only hear positive about regis he's it was sad seeing him pass away there's been a lot more than that though i just can't remember do you guys have a
0: list um well we talked about there the have girlfriend.
1: been some people, but I haven't I, ha-
0: I don't remember their names. Who was John Travolta's ex wife? She passed away the other day, I'm sorry. Oh Kelly I, Preston. I, yeah, Kelly, Kelly Preston. Preston
1: yeah, she did pass away, I believe like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um and then Naya Rivera passed away two okay. weeks ago. Or last week. I don't even know. But she passed John
2: away. John Lewis passed away recently, the congressman.
0: Yeah, he uh, passed last week as well.
2: Naira Rivera, we already talked about that in that last episode, though. Oh, Grant uh, Imahara, the guy from Mythbusters. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's,
0: that's right. That's horrible. It's
2: really sad. He was really young. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. really young. Kelly Preston. Uh, there's a
1: guy named Nick Cordero. He's a Broadway star. He died from COVID.
2: I was going to say, I just read that. That's. There's been a lot of people passing away in the month of July, it seems like.
0: Yeah and Wait. I want to say something sorry um on a sad note we actually I especially know someone who passed away from COVID the other day so to all you people who think uh, it's a hoax are not taking it serious just don't be ignorant and be a good person and do your part to be better and wear a mask and you can save a life
2: yeah I uh I know some people with COVID right now and it's a scary it's a scary thing you know mm. uh I just remember Jerry Stiller passed away. I knew that at the time, but I, I think we may have even mentioned it too. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of people. COVID is a scary thing. Not all these deaths are obviously from COVID, but we know people who have been affected or passed away. Um, stay safe. I know it's like when I like quarantine's been great and all, but also I think back on like, damn, we've lost half a year to quarantine now, which sucks. But it's also something we kind of have to to sacrifice, at least for the time being, until things get under control. I think right now, like people were all gung-ho about quarantine and really on the board back in March. Now is the most important time, in my opinion. Uh, And it's not a surprise either. We all knew it was gonna spike and decrease and spike and decrease. Uh, I think this will be happening for a lot longer, but guys, stay inside, watch some movies with us. We recommend you watch the movies that we are reviewing in these episodes. see if we're in over our heads or if we're not giving it enough praise.
0: Mm-hmm. Stay yeah. On. Do your part, because we're a movie podcast, and we want movies to come back, and going into that, I mean, Tenant is supposed to come out at the end of August, and they're basically <laughs> just saying, screw America. I saw that. The globe, and, you know, being, you know, an English director, Christopher Nolan's got to be so pissed at America. He's just like, get your shit together so we can release this awesome movie
2: i if things went as planned you know if covid wasn't a thing we would have seen this movie two weeks ago three weeks ago when it was supposed to come out mm-hmm. so i'm i'm i have said so much on the podcast how excited i am for tenet uh it's yeah it's just stay inside you know you have to go to work you have to go to groceries don't go out to the bars don't go out with your friends wear a mask Uh, Wash your hands. I don't know why this stuff needs to get said, but obviously it does. Uh, And hopefully we can get back in the movie theater soon. That's just all I can hope for. I hope Tenet... I'm conflicted. I kind of want it to get released digitally, but that's a movie I don't want to experience for the first time in my home. You know, I want to sit in front of an IMAX screen with the, the Dolby Atmos surround sound watching that movie. At least for the first time. Agreed. There's a lot of movies that I like because you can get movies online all the time, but I really love the in-person in the
0: theater experience. You have to see a Christopher Nolan movie in in theaters; like it's just like a must.
2: Yep, they all are. I think I've seen most of his recent films. I think I've seen them all in theaters, maybe with a few exceptions. Ah, uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, I didn't see. I still haven't seen Dunkirk. Surprisingly enough, I've heard great things about it.
0: Yeah, that's a movie you want to see with Surround
2: Sound. Yep, I've heard that, that. Everything I hear about the movie just praises the sound design. All right, guys. Well, I think we've wasted enough time. Uh, <laughs> we should probably get into our reviews. This is our comedy episode for uh, for our quarantine. Binge. You want to start a a this
1: bed is on fire with passionate love. Noises above, but she only comes when she's on top My therapist said not to see you no more She said you're like a disease without any cure She said I'm so obsessed that I've become a bore
2: Oh no, Ah, I think you're so pretty
0: Let's do it. So this episode is our American Pie episode, the classic comedy high school movie that we all have come to love. It's a coming-of-age movie, and the first one in this series is obviously American Pie, released in 1999. And as it says on IMDb, it is very basic. Four teenage boys enter a pact to lose their virginity by prom night. (laughs) It's so simple but so true. and So relatable. So So a better story than uh, Twilight. (laughs) Yes. I I mean, just because of that, you could add, like, 4.5 points to the rating because it's better than Twilight.
2: But (laughs) I don't know
0: about you guys. I love this movie, and and I think when you think of a – I want to say this was in early 2000s, but it came out in 1999. But when I think of, like, that early era, I think think of comedy movies like this. And when I think of high school movies, I think of American Pie before I think of um, Fast Times and Ferris Bueller. I always think of American Pie for some reason. Oh yeah,
1: no, I feel I, like- I'm the exact same.
2: Yeah, I I feel like these 1999 movies really set up the direction. A lot of movies in 2000 went American Pie with comedies. The Matrix came out in 1999, kind of determined the direction for a lot of action films throughout the coming decade. Uh American Pie is fucking funny. It's really fucking funny. It's it's one of those movies, because it was when I was a kid. I was like three or four years old when it came out. I didn't watch it until I was a bit older. Always had it on DVD, but it was one of those movies my parents were like, you can't watch that until you're older. You can't watch that movie. You can't touch that movie. And I saw it when I was like 12 or so, and I was just like, yeah, you know, this is... A lot of it still went over my head for some reason. You understand some of it, but man, this movie's really funny. It's really dirty. Uh, but it... it to, like, I feel like it tiptoes a fine line, but it does a good job at still being funny and not just over-sexual, over, over sexual, if that makes sense, without the punchlines.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like
2: a lot of movies are just like, too sexualized and they're like trying to be like American Pie, but they miss out on the funny. And it's just like you're watching a soft core shitty porno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember
1: I grew up with like older cousins and I remember like them babysitting me and then like kind of sticking me in some room and like putting this <laughs> on in the living room. And I remember <laughs> like, I just remember vaguely associating this movie as like porn, like as a child who yeah. didn't know any better, who was like eight years old. I remember thinking that this was like a porn and it was like a really, really, really bad movie, but I've always wanted to watch it. And then I remember watching it at like 13, 14. I was like, yeah, it wasn't porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: funny. It's, I was actually thinking the same thing on my car ride home today. I was thinking, what am I going to say for this movie? And you know, American pie, it would never be made nowadays just because of how crude it is. And there's like, we, Dan and, and I talked about there's rapey stuff in it. And yeah, they
1: really know. like, you know, walk that fine line yeah. with like some of the things.
0: <laughs> and I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, because like you said, Frank, when I was a kid, I remember my mom renting this from blockbuster and it was like, no, you can't watch this. It was like this in old school. I was not allowed to watch. Yep. And then when I finally watched it, I think I was 14, I actually somehow got it at Best Buy. They let me buy it. And I remember watching it. And, you know, there's the scene where Nadia takes off her clothes. And nowadays we look at it like, that's a really creepy thing. But back then, I'm like, boobs. Like, I didn't care. (laughs) So I don't know. Like, that's what I think when I think of it. It,
2: It's like a a modern take, I feel like, on, like, 80s hijinks in, in a lot of 80s comedies. Where if you think about it, like... There's some really inappropriate and not okay things that happen in a lot of '80s comedies. I'm thinking of like Revenge of the Nerds, where the nerd fucks the guy's girlfriend dressed in a Darth Vader suit, and just like we all thought that was okay back in the '80s. We're just like wait, 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 that's not—it's not a joke. But uh, American Pie definitely toes that line. I feel like 1990s America was so damn Christian, like. So damn Christian. And it's it's funny to see what products came out during that time and how American Pie was just so out there. It's out there by today's standards. And in the 1990s, it was really out there.
1: Yeah. And I like what you said earlier. Like, I, I feel like, you know, like how the Matrix we were talking about kind of paved the way for future action films, kind of like in the 2000s. I feel like American Pie really set that tone for like young adult comedy. Style, because I just feel like many comedies that came out in the 2000s were based around like high school settings, and I just feel like American Pie really kind of set that tone when it first came out. Yeah, I don't think I can think of without. I can think of so many 2000s movies that center around kids in high school. You know what I mean? Like, and and that coming of age kind of comedy.
2: Yeah, I I don't think there'd be a super bad. I don't think there'd be even like a Hangover without an American Pie. To kind of make this stuff mainstream
1: and acceptable. (laughs) Yeah, acceptable. Make sex an acceptable conversation. Yeah, American Pie
2: is really funny, and the the original is. Some people don't like any of the American pies. Uh, I wasn't expecting to like it that much, you know. I didn't think as an adult I would like it. I was just kind of expecting, like, oh, it's gonna be a sexual comedy. I'm like. I'm not into that genre very much. Uh, but it's fucking funny. And some of my favorite moments from the entire franchise come in the first one. And it's not just the first one
0: either. I, I think I like all of these films quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe some exceptions. Definitely. I would agree. And one other thing about American Pie we haven't even touched on is the soundtrack is awesome. Oh, uh, Yeah. yeah. It, you got some third eye blind, some blink 182. I mean, you have sugar all red. American
1: rejects. Yeah,
0: like
2: it, it hits very thousands. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we can go ahead and lead into American Pie 2. So, that is the sequel to the first one, obviously. It came out in 2001. And the synopsis on IMDb is also very vague. It says Jim and his friends are now in college, and they decide to meet up at the beach for some fun. And that is essentially what the second that one is about. There isn't any Yeah, there isn't any kind of crazy, you know, detailed plot. A lot of them have the their whole, own subplots. Like,
2: Nadia subplot. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, like Jim kind of has his own subplot with Nadia and that's kind of how he falls in love with uh I don't even remember her name.
0: Michelle. Michelle. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's how he falls in love with Michelle and then you got like the subplot with uh Uh, stifler and he's like just trying to throw the best parties basically that's like his whole (laughs) plot line yeah Mm -hmm. but uh, it's 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 a really good one
2: my favorite part of that movie is when they're working as painters uh yes these houses because the shit they do is so fucking stupid and funny but it reminds (laughs) me of when i was in college working as a painter at nau and we would do equally stupid shit and i was just like this is pretty accurate i mean we weren't going in fucking girls rooms and sneaking in there but like we'd be like
1: uh-huh s- s- no
2: we weren't you know if you're listening and you're from the management this didn't <laughs> happen but we would go in like dorm rooms and like smoke on campus with my bosses you know like i'd be like smoking in campus uh, crazy shit uh because that's just painting. That's the name of the game when it comes. That's to That's just crew. painting. That really is like if you're painting buildings. There's very it's a long hours. If long you're painting days.
1: buildings, realistically, you're gonna smoke weed with your bosses.
2: Yeah, we would like find like secret ass rooms in these massive dorms where we like hotbox them. I remember hotboxing. We had multiple crews in like a big ass like apartment suite, and we're just like hotboxing it and just like doing the most like. College things imaginable. And some of my bosses are like grown-ass men. Like 30-something years old. Like grown-ass men. And that was just the name of the game. Paint. It was a very... I hated the job because I would work 12 hours a day and do nothing. But I watched the entirety of Dragon Ball. we watching that job. I created multiple music playlists that I still listen to this day. And American Pie 2 reminds me of when I used to paint in college. Because they are painters when for their summer job. And it's really... All right. we
1: accurate. get it, we get
2: it. It's really accurate. I like it. <laughs>
0: what I like about this movie is we gave so much shit to Twilight because they didn't develop a plot for 30 to 45 minutes into the film. And this movie has zero plot. It's literally just bros hanging out over the summer. Like, that's the plot. But there's no... still better plot than Twilight. <laughs> exactly. The thing is, this movie was able to manage... It, it's relatable, at least. And then it's also funny and that's what makes this movie so good i guess i i I don't know
1: (laughs) well and i just feel like this movie it doesn't have a plot and it doesn't pretend to you know what i mean like twilight pretends to have a plot and then you watch it and then you realize there's no plot like this movie i feel like is exactly what it promotes itself to be it's just good humor about realistic characters and that's like really it yeah that's really really it and that's why those movies do so well i feel like with young people, just because they're relatable.
2: Yep, I... it's
1: like Superbad. You know, the things that happen in Superbad are pretty out there. You know, but at the end of the day, like the plot of it is pretty basic—just two dudes trying to get laid. You know, mm-hmm. like that's literally at the, the plot of, of Superbad. School. Yeah, at the, by the end of high school, so it's like the plot is basic, but it resonates so much more with people than you know falling in love with a vampire per se. <laughs>
2: you
0: got that, right? it's any human being as well.
2: <laughs> well, segueing into the next one This one was kind of relatable But, because I've had, I've gone to weddings uh, It's American Wedding It's the third film in the franchise uh, The synopsis is even though Jim and Michelle Which is Allison Hannigan, uh, the girl he fell in love with The band of American Pie 2 Have been dating for several years She's still surprised when he proposes to her in their favorite restaurant After she agrees, Jim asks his best friend Kevin and Paul To help make sure the wedding goes as smoothly as
0: possible And, uh it doesn't. And you hear about, that, Kevin and Paul? Where the hell's Oz?
1: Yeah. Where the hell? That's that's Let's that's problem number one. This one is.
2: I don't want to get too far into it, but my least favorite of the entire quadrilogy—I don't know how what you call that. You know, this sounds stupid. Uh, Series. Yeah, yeah, it's still my least favorite. <laughs> we don't consider all the spinoffs part of it. We didn't watch the spinoffs, just to let you guys know. Uh but it's definitely my least favorite. They cut out
1: Oz. Uh it's still funny. Not just Oz. There uh, pretty decent amount of the main characters in the Yeah, they just cut out say. a lot of
2: the main characters. Didn't say any reason why. Uh but the joke still hit in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what were you going to say Chase?
0: I was going to say I was just going to add on to that. Sorry. But what makes this movie like yeah, it's the worst in the series. I think we all agree on that, but what makes it good is it it gives you the rise of stifler like stifler becomes the main character and if you actually enjoy steve stifler and his comedic issues like it, it makes it funny
2: is this the one where they have the bachelor party and they're tied to the chair or is that the american reading that's the
0: bachelor party and then the gay nightclub like all those things yep. where stifler just doesn't realize what's going on it, it like it just adds to his character
2: yeah his entire character is an american wedding i'm thinking mm-hmm. of the scene where stifler uh fucks the grandma in the fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disgusting. It's so fucking disgusting. So there's still some really funny mov- moments in this movie. They just cut a lot of characters out that really made the first mm. two special.
0: Definitely. But they also give you the rivalry of him, the Stifler and Fitch, uh, trying to vie for uh, Alison Hannigan's sister. Yeah, that that made it funny because Steve Stifler is like the worst human being of all time. And he's like pretending to be this nice guy and pushing old ladies across the street. And, you know, he's just still a devious asshole.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It's definitely the biggest Stifler film, too. Because I feel mm-hmm. like he's not even that big in the, the fourth one.
0: Agreed. Well, segueing into it. Segueing into it, American Reunion... Came out 2012. The plot synopsis for it is Jim, Michelle Stifler and their friends reunite in East great falls, Michigan for their high school reunion. Um, I don't know if it's because I love the first two films and it's just nostalgic, but with this film, I think it just made me feel good. Just seeing all of them reunite again.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely. It, it was really nice seeing the reunion. There's new characters added that were really fucking funny. Like, the entire subplot with him, like, trying to not get with his, the girl he used to babysit is so fucking funny, mm-hmm. how crazy she is. Uh, but yeah, it's really nice seeing just all the characters back together. That's that's my biggest issue with American Wedding, is they cut out too much. Nadia's even back in American Reunion.
0: Well, they had Everett, right? Tara Reed's back, um... What's her friend's name? Is back.
2: Isn't fucking uh, Neil Patrick Harris in it?
0: I don't think so. That was Gone Girl. No, I <laughs> I know that. Why am I thinking
2: about NPH? I don't know. I'll try to find out why I'm thinking about him.
0: Well, because Allison Hannigan's and How I Met Your Mother and NPH is and How I Met Your Mother. That might be it. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. But keep talking, guys. But I, I, so I agree with you. I think one of the funnier parts of this movie is just them versus the high schoolers. And, you know, these high schools are your prototypical douchey high school kids who think they're better than everyone else. And it's just funny kind of as we grow up, us three, we kind of like start to become the characters in this movie, the older characters. And so when you look at these high school kids, it's, it's kind of funny and you want to get that payback and revenge against them.
2: Neil Patrick Harris does have a cameo in the, the scene where Oz is on the dance singing show, uh, he's the announcer. He's like the 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 MC. Oh. Remember when Oz it, they fucking are at the party and they <laughs> start watching the video of him like at this like celebrity dance off or whatever it is?
1: Yes, like, yes, um, yes, Fox, yes. Dancing
2: yes. The stars. Neil Patrick Harris is the uh the MC of that. But yeah, it's a real good... It's a feel-good movie. I think like that's what all these movies are. Is they're funny. They're feel-good. Yeah. Uh,
1: and we binged it. Like, I can't imagine what it was like for people that had seen this movie back when it came out to then seeing it, you know, in the reunion. That must have been very nostalgic.
2: Yeah, because I don't think I've seen any of these films other than American Pie 1 before we binged these movies. I think American
0: Pie 1 was the only one I had seen previously.
1: I had seen the first two.
0: So... I had seen all three of them. I actually saw this one in theaters. So I remember seeing it and I remember loving it. So it was a good time.
1: All right. Well, going on, let's get into our favorite characters, boys. I'll go first. Um, My favorite character of the series would have to be Oz. Uh, Just because I feel like. (laughs) What'd you say? We've said his name quite
2: a bit already.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I just feel like he he's like kind of he's kind of like the golden guy in the first one. You know, obviously um uh what's his name? Jim, Jim. is like the main character, but I'd say Oz is kind of like the the next main character and I really like his story in the first one just how he kind of, you know, defies that stereotype and the status quo to kind of be in the club to get the girl and he kind of, you know, he does a lot of a lot of cool things in the first one and I feel like he uh, he's a good guy. And I, I also f- hate that he's not in the wedding so it's like Justice for Oz.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm really so, sad he's not in American wedding.
1: Hashtag Justice for Oz. <laughs> he needs to get, his, he needs to get yeah. his own wedding movie with none of the main guys.
2: I'm also mad that there's just like a one-off comment in American Reunion about him missing wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, we'll get into that. That's my least favorite moment, but yeah.
2: Uh... You want to go next, Chase?
0: Yeah, I'll go next. So I've I've already mentioned his name a lot, but my favorite character is Stifler, it's been since I was a kid. I think I've always liked him and Oz, and I don't. I just love Stifler because he's just that guy who peaked in high school. He lives in this. He's the guy that wears his Letterman jacket when he's thirty-five years old. He probably has a tattoo of his high school on, on his arm, and he's just such a out there person. But he's just the worst human being on earth, and He was hilarious in the first two films when he had smaller parts and he was really just there for comedic relief. And then he grew into American Wedding and American Reunion. And he actually did a very good job. I think Sean William Scott did a really good job with his character in those two films to make him a popular choice. So that would be my favorite
2: He's good. There's a lot of good characters in this franchise. I love John Cho's parts. He doesn't even have a a name. He's just like that perverted guy. There's Finch is really fucking funny. I love Eugene Levy's character, uh, Jim's dad. I think my favorite character of the franchise is one we haven't mentioned too much yet. It's Kevin. He's kind of like the de facto leader of the group in the first American Pie. I really like him, his character. He has a lot of funny moments on screen uh especially in the first two films he doesn't do that much in the second two uh but i really like kevin and his character in the first two american pie films uh and he's my favorite character in the franchise
0: are you serious
2: (laughs) bro i like kevin i was just looking at the cast again and i was like shit like i there's so many people i forgot because i was on the spot and i was like damn there's a lot of names from this movie that i really enjoy
0: I would put him as my least favorite character.
2: I like Kevin a lot. Finch is up there, too. You know, if it wasn't Kevin, it'd probably be Finch. Like, it's really between those two, but Kevin ekes it out.
0: I like Kevin in the first one, but then by the second one, all he does is just, he's so depressed because he's not with Tara Reid anymore, and he just ruins the vibe of their summer. I feel that. Yeah.
2: It might be the Shermanator, then. (laughs) <laughs> that's one of the fucking funniest moments <laughs> in the entire franchise where they play the Terminator music in American. <laughs>
1: There's
2: a lot of good characters though. Uh segueing into it, what's your guys' favorite moments of the of the series?
1: Yeah. I'll go first. Yeah, you're first. Oh well, I'll go
2: first. Uh, my favorite moment is like whenever I think of this franchise, I think of this specific moment. And it's near the the end of the first film, American Pie. And it's when Michelle and Jim, Jason Biggs and Allison Hannigan, are sitting on the couch. And she's just going on about her this one time at band camp again. Because that's all she does. Is she just says, this one time at band camp. And it's when she just comes out of fucking left field out of nowhere. Where she talks about this one time at band camp she shoved a flute up her pussy. And <laughs> Jim just fucking like, what? And that's how he knows. That like this is the girl he's gonna fuck and loses virginity too, and that's when I think of these movies, that's the scene I think of.
0: <laughs> my favorite was I'm just gonna add on to yours uh, before I do my favorite scene, but one of those best scenes of the band camp was when she shoves the trumpet up his butt, and, <laughs> and then the uh, the band director, whatever camp director, starts playing it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh so, man, is that American Pie two?
0: No, I think that's that's wedding American. No, maybe it is too. Yeah, I don't know. Might have to rewatch him again. So for me though, my favorite comes from my least favorite movie, and that's the bachelor party scene in American Wedding, and it's just going back to Stifler. Like it's just an absurd scene because Stifler wants to do right and host, give Jim this crazy bachelor party, and. It, it, it instead is hosted at Jim's house when Jim is, doesn't even know what's happening. He's hosting uh, Michelle's parents that night, and <laughs> they, <laughs> there's just all these crazy things happen. There's strippers, or there's the the pimp, if that's what you want to call him,
2: and <laughs> with the assless chaps,
0: yeah. And, What's He looks like the guy from Stranger Things. Um,
2: <laughs> he does. He looks and, like David Harbour. <laughs> it's
0: just so funny because he's, you know, it's just that classic American Pie thing where he's trying to hide, Jim sees what's going on, he's trying to hide the parents from seeing it, and then it all <laughs> goes to shit when they open the closet and Kevin...
2: I was like, Kevin's tied up, covered in fucking shit in the closet.
1: <laughs> <I don't
0: know>. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really fucking good scene. To add a bonus, I love the, just the lesbian scene in the second one. And we talked how creepy that is earlier, how they're, like, spying on these lesbian girls. But when they, like, go into the house and they start – the lesbian women start taking advantage of them.
2: I don't even think they're lesbian. I used to think they were fucking with them.
0: They were just – they were just like – they're actually not. They just <laughs> – right. Stifler actually ends up having a threesome with them at the end. Yeah. But when, you know, they're on the – they're on the – uh well, the walkie-talkies, you know, and then she's like, touch his butt, and the trucker's like, boy, touch his butt, you'll like. <laughs> Everyone's
2: listening in. <laughs> the the dead Queen.
0: <laughs> I, just, I love that scene so much.
2: Doesn't the, the guy's wife call him over too, and he's like, not now. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, honey, not now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie probably just has some really good moments. What's your favorite, Dan?
1: My least favorite? No, your most favorite. Oh, my, like, my most favorite. So, of
2: your <laughs>
1: my most favorite. Um, it's kind of like a tie, but it starts with in the first one when uh Stifler is like out back with I don't know her name said drunk girl, and he, he it, there's the whole scene is really funny because he like ma- he like purposely spills on her and then he was like oh I'll clean it up and then just starts sucking it off of her boobs. Yeah, but like, then. <laughs> But then he gets her to agree to, like, pour champagne in his mouth from behind. Champagne. And so she goes behind the champagne challenge. And then I forget how, but she gets, like, knocked out by something. Oh, John Cho,
2: like, knocks over, like, a a planter. And it hits her on the head and just knocks her out. There
1: you go. So she gets knocked out. And then he starts peeing over the balcony. And (laughs) Stifler thinks it's champagne being poured on him. And for, like, a solid five to six seconds he just oh, kind of has a moment with it and it's so funny because it's so gross and it's perfect because like only stifler would go through something like that is that and I then know, uh, i do i thought it was one
0: i think that's one because in the second one it, it's the pale ale scene isn't it where he drinks the throw up or is that the first? yes
1: no the
2: pale ale throw up is the first one right oh. Maybe.
0: See, so don't... he always has these shitty things happen to him. Remember <laughs> in the third one? He has the the pubes right on the 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 wedding cake, right?
1: Yeah, I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then also he drinks a jizz cup. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's the first one. I know that. Mm-hmm. That no, that's... was it. Jizz? I thought it was throw. It is. So he drinks a Pie throw two. up,
1: and there's a jizz one.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, it's the beginning of American Pie two. He's like,
2: oh weird. stiffly gets a golden shower it's the first thing that comes up on YouTube
1: um but then I also really really love in American Reunion when he meets Finch's mom and he's like Finch has a mom and then this whole scene goes and then you see Finch and he's like full on making out with a girl in the bathroom and he's like he just stops and he's like I have a really bad feeling (laughs) about something (laughs) and it's just so perfect does he fuck on the football field or something like that? Uh, I don't remember.
0: I can't remember. I can't I think remember that's how it plays out. That
1: but it, but it's 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 definitely my two favorite moments.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, man. Uh, I think can we just all agree that our least favorite moment of the series we we all have the same one?
2: Yeah, it's yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, the half the cast getting left out of American Wedding, I really just dis- that movie would have been. It still isn't bad, you know. But it. But then
1: their way of addressing it was just absolute shit. I don't remember It was it. like a throwover conversation. It was like in American Reunion, he was like, "Hey, sorry for missing your wedding, man. Oh no sweat." Yeah. And then that
0: was it. And it, it was, was just was- like, really, that that's it. Like or at least
2: make was- met a meta joke, you know?
0: Yeah, he meets him at the reunion, right? He's like, "I couldn't make your wedding, but I'm gonna make this." It's just like. What you would rather go to a high school reunion than your best friend's wedding? Like it's just so stupid writing.
2: Yeah, it, that's definitely my least favorite moment or aspect. Mm-hmm. What's your guys's uh, favorite film of the trilogy or the the, <laughs> the trilogy of the series?
0: Danielson.
1: So my favorite, I mean, I really, really like the first and second. I think they're both really good, but it's definitely the first one for me. It's just like the perfect level of nostalgia and like that, you know, teen, high school, coming of age, comedy, it's definitely the first one.
2: It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Getting into it. I really, for the first one's the only movie I had seen. And there's some really iconic moments, like I was saying, the Taking a flute up a pussy from band camp, the Stifler stripping for Nadia for the entire school, uh, But I really like the second one as an adult. Like, there's a lot of stuff I really related to, and it reminds me of just how I was as a freshman and a sophomore in college, and just how stupid you can be and the shit you mm-hmm. get into. Uh, and the second one was my my favorite of the series.
0: I could agree. So mine is easily a tie between American Pie Beta House and American Pie Naked Mile. <laughs> I, I love frat culture, and I love naked women running miles. Um, but really, for sure, the first American Pie and the second American Pie, I can't say one's better than the other. I think they're both classics in my mind. And like how some people can watch the entire first Star Wars trilogy like back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, I can just watch American Pie 1 and 2 over and over again. And just make it one continuous movie, and I can't decide which one's better. It's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. There's
2: some really funny movies. When we were watching, it my buddy was like, "What should I watch?" I was like, "You should watch American Pie," and he didn't regret it either.
0: Solid choice.
1: Well, All right, would well, you guys want to close this out with our ratings? Let's yeah, I think that's
2: a,
0: a good way to go about it. You know All right, start? so we'll
1: start with American Pie. Do you want to take us uh, take us away, Chase?
0: Yeah, so for American Pie, the first one, it's an instant classic. And as I said earlier in the episode, when I think of high school movies, I think of this. And because of that, I'm gonna give it an eight seven. I think it's hilarious. And yeah, it doesn't have the best pacing of all time, and there's really no plot besides just trying to get laid at uh prom. But you know, it it is a hilarious movie in its own regard.
1: I would agree with that completely. I give it an eight-seven. So surprisingly enough, my ratings are going to be lower than your guys'. It's
2: not because it's a bad movie. Uh, it's an 8.2, It's just a, a half a point lower. Uh, it's really fucking funny. It's one of the best of the franchise. Uh, yeah, I think it's an 8.2. I okay. can.
1: All right, we can go into the second one. So for, for me, I think that it's still a really good movie but I do think it's not as good as the first, in my opinion. So I would give this an 8.5.
2: So I'd give the exact same rating, but I think it's better than the first one. I'd give it an 8.5. This is a movie that when I want to fucking laugh, this is what I'm putting on. When I want some nostalgia, this is what I'm putting on. That's how, honestly, the entire franchise is. If you want a good laugh, like watch the American Pie films,
0: if you haven't seen them while definitely. The best part is they're also like an hour and 20 minutes, so you can knock them out in less than three hours.
2: Yeah, it's, they're, uh, they're short movies.
0: Mm-hmm. So for me, like I just said, I can't decide which one's better, so I would also give American Pie an 8.7, tie it with the first one. I, I love it because you get the high school mix in American Pie, and you remember your senior year of high school, but then, like you said Frankie earlier, you remember how stupid you were your first couple of years of college, and that is what you <laughs>
2: yeah awesome well leading into American Wedding it's my least favorite of the bunch it's still a really fucking funny movie though and there's some really good moments it's a 7.5 for me it's a full point lower than my best one it kind of shows you that throughout this franchise there's not it's not like a lot of franchises are they think, oh there's obviously a bad movie you know if it's gonna be one it's gonna be this one but I still really enjoyed this movie
0: mm-hmm I agree. I think it's definitely a drop-off from the first two, and because of that, I'd give it a seven eight. it's still very funny, but if they had the entire cast in it, I think it would be an easy 8.5 or something like that. If they just even added yeah. It. But, yeah, I'll live with it. Completely agreed.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be right around there for, with you guys. I'm giving it a six, 7.6. I, I don't think it was a terrible movie, but it left a very big sour taste in my mouth for the rest of the series. Mm
2: -hmm. we've watched a lot worse films in quarantine definitely there's been a lot of worse films that we've seen seen 100% Uh, and then uh, American Reunion. what's your thoughts Chase
0: so American Reunion, I loved it more than American Wedding but it doesn't compare to the first two but just the nostalgia in it alone gives it an 8.2 for me and there's still the funny moments in it and just the side stories in it that make it still a very good movie
2: yeah, I. This one's really. This one's just like a feel-good nostalgia trip. You have the kids versus the now adults. Ah, uh, you have a lot of them like getting into hijinks with their fucking grown-ass men now, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Ah, uh, and it's yeah, it's just really just like a feel-good. Like oh fuck, the cast is finally back together, and it's not bad either. It's a seven point eight for me.
1: I'm gonna be a little bit higher. It's an eight for me. I think it's a very good movie, and I like that the the cast is back.
2: Well, that's our uh, review on American Pie. They're really funny. If you guys haven't managed to see it for some reason, you know, I feel like most people on our podcast have probably seen these movies. Younger audiences, older audiences. We don't have viewers under the age of 18, <laughs> surprisingly enough. You've probably seen this if you're over the age of 18. If you've managed to avoid it, they're really fucking funny. These are real movies that are just like have stupid jokes that make you laugh. And
0: yeah, I feel like that's what you want from comedy. Would you say that this is a definitely more of a guy's movie than a girl's movie? Like, if you were going to recommend it, it would be
1: oh, bro, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I feel like most girls would find it funny, but also offensive. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> kind of. I don't know. I I think I there's like I don't I think my mom would find it offensive, you know, obviously. <laughs> but I still feel like there's a lot to enjoy there, even if you're not uh, a dude. Does Rachel not like these movies, Chase?
0: No, I was gonna say my lovely girlfriend enjoys these movies a whole lot, not as much as myself, but she actually likes them. But I'm thinking of other people. I think what I was thinking more is a girl that's never seen them before. So this day and age probably isn't gonna like them. But a girl like Rachel, who saw them when she was younger, has that nostalgia to them.
2: I feel like it depends on your personality. Some people just don't like the the sex jokes, <laughs> and I can't, you know, you can't blame them. But there's there's a lot of sex jokes, and that's kind of what these movies are built off of. I've got two tickets to Guys, that's gonna wrap up our review of American Pie. Do we have any uh closing words or final thoughts?
1: No, nope, I uh I just really enjoyed watching this. This is a good, good series, a very underrated comedy series. Yeah, I know people
2: who just don't like these movies, and just some of them are like self acclaimed, like film junkies, and just like, all right, like you don't go into a series like American Pie expecting a masterpiece you know you really really don't they're stupid fun comedies uh and they're not going to blow your mind and they're not going to be the most groundbreaking things ever but they're really fucking funny
0: yeah well actually i wanted to say that like what would you say is a better like comedy trilogy right like there's a bunch of standalone comedies that are much better but when you consider a trilogy or a series of comedy movies i think american pie is the top
2: I think the competitors, like The Hangover, uh, that's the only one that comes to mind.
0: (laughs) The Hangover fell off a fucking cliff after the first one. And yeah, I completely agree. It's the same movie times two. And at least these ones, you get character development and those ones, it's really just the same thing. I love those movies, but I'm thinking like a scary movie, like the first two scary movies are really good, but then when they, they became PG-13, they don't. Oh my god, the first two scary movies are some of the funniest we've ever seen. Yeah, they're classics.
2: Those movies, A Haunted House, is the first one's fucking hilarious. The the second one's not as funny. There's some really good comedy, I think, yeah, American Pies is one of the best comedy series. I don't like the spin-off films, personally. I know some people who fucking love them. Uh like you're saying, Beta House and uh, <laughs> what's it called? Naked Mile are like really highly acclaimed. I'm not a fan of those movies uh, but that's just me and these are a really well received comedy franchise this is making me want to watch like the first hangover again mm-hmm. I'll be honest the first hangover this is a little off topic we're at the end of the podcast anyways is
1: let's let's finish this
2: <laughs> I'm just, I was going to say it's the yeah, yeah, let's finish this. Let's, finish
1: this let's finish this
2: Uh, All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Popcorn Podcast. We'll be back at you next week with episode six of our quarantine binge, finishing off our comedy franchises with the Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, Little Fockers
0: series. The sound of disgust in your voice when you say
2: little. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, guys. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see y'all next week.